0: Welcome to Hatrick City on WXCI 91.7, Danbury's only all hockey radio show.
1: Uh, I know that some in our audience don't know the finer points of hockey.
0: You want me to dummy you again? <laughs> Hatricks baby! Woo-hoo! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this very also special episode of Patrick city i'm your host dj patty cake as always joined by dj uncle matt on the other mic this week That's we got me. yeah that, that is him we also got this week kyle gonzalez and johnny ruiz together in one room for the first time on the show in one room at least together yeah, it's
2: really double trouble with these two guys on the show. We talk a lot about hockey. These guys are two of the best hockey guys I know, and uh, they've done a great job, really leading this team. It's not easy at this level, and they both understand the task at hand. Uh, really, like few other professionals in the league. So, uh, this was a great interview. I hope we get to have those two guys actually again later in the year, because uh, it's really uh, it's always good to have the guys that lead the team and and have a full. Um, you know kind of full spectrum view of what's going on yeah. um, you know kind of come in here and chat with us
0: of course and you know this weekend they're going to be playing out in New York totally they're going to have a Friday night in Watertown followed by a Saturday night in Elmira and that was kind of one thing we wanted to address um, that we, we talk about it with the guys but we want to give our own kind of take aside from that um, it, it's a lot of travel you know, humps that they have to deal with this year, more so than last year, I feel.
2: Yeah. I think I experienced, um, like the first kind of wave like this when, um, I was with, uh, Dave McIsaac. I forgot if we, um, went to Watertown. I mean, we, we definitely did a lot of traveling, but I think we went to Watertown, came uh, won the game, came back from Watertown. I think we played Delaware in the last game of the season, two seasons ago. And that's basically, what we're seeing a lot of now, it's either there's a home and away split between the hatricks and their opponents or the tricks are on the road and they're playing in two different cities on two different days, uh, obviously mostly in upstate New York now because that's the little cluster we're in. Look, I don't totally get it. Like, if there's somebody out here that thought this was a good idea for the um, quality of the games... Um, I don't know you know people go see Three game baseball series all the time uh, You know the NBA there's there's a bit Of a divisional element uh, NHL similar So at the end of the day I just think that th- th- This is what the league calls for but I do Think that uh, we should have seen more Back to backs you know there's, there's logistical Reasons uh, in terms Of scheduling and uh, Ice availability For all these teams I mean you see this st- the staggered starts that we had this year that's going to continue as the league grows that's not going to get better that's going to get it's going to continue right so uh, is it the end of the world not really I mean the truth is I you know I think that our leaders here in Danbury anybody would tell you that you know and it's the reason why there are very few weeknight games in this league the logistics aren't there People coming yeah. out aren't coming out on a Wednesday night like they will on a Saturday. And, um, you know, you know, you wonder why you do that. It's ice time availability and stuff. I think that these arenas that we're in, especially today, um, you know, like when, when Aviator had a team in the Federal League in Brooklyn, the Aviator uh, Sports Center, I mean, that team really had to kind of get play a bunch of weeknight games and, you know, they played on the weekends, but they also had to have a lot of weekday games just because there's a lot of youth activity. It makes money. So ultimately um, what we're beginning to see is that this is tough travel on the guys. And I, I just wonder what circumstances really led to this, what the, um, what the blueprint for this season looked like, you know, in order to get here, you know, exactly like, uh, I guess this is, has a lot to do with, I don't know how forcing the, you know, not playing a back-to-back could, could really help things. It seems like you're just trading one bad habit for another if it's trying to cut down on travel. But what do I know? I mean, I, they they might be able to show us a spreadsheet where they say we saved $10,000 this way, And I'd much rather put $10,000 to bringing in guys to play on the team or paying uh, you know, our our top performing players more money. Um, th- that then see it go to the um, you know the days in in uh, you know Watertown, New York. But um, that's just that's just my two cents. But uh, you know, to me, it makes more sense to just play back to backs. And uh, and I think that that's how we have such good fan interaction around the league. Not just with the home teams, but you see a guy like Ron Rogel. Um, got you know got himself a picture with elmira's captain uh on the last trip up there you know so it's uh it it's great to see that level of interaction
0: yeah and then you know obviously the, this weekend i think it'll be a interesting one obviously you know challenges aside uh watertown has been a team that they've i don't want to say struggled with but it's definitely a lot more competitive than it was last year i'd say um it's
2: interesting you know I think when a team uh like watertown there's some advantages up there right first of all they're the only show in town yeah you know they're not they're not competing with uh any other sports really in that area that I know of and then um you have the accessibility to Canada and now I, listen I don't know what he's doing you have uh Brian Verbeek coaching the team. He he had some professional playing experience. I know the guy has coached. Maybe you get it. I know he tried coaching for a weekend with Delaware last year. Do you remember that?
0: Yeah, that was a very interesting uh, Short-lived move. Yeah. type of
2: a thing. Uh, again, the opportunity wasn't really there in Delaware to be successful. Um, but, listen, the guys joined on in Watertown. Uh, you know they they beat the uh right on opening night, and um, you know they've gone from there. They beat the Hadricks twice recently, so um, they, they, you know they've they've got two out of the three, right? Yeah, I'm just looking at the the schedule. Yeah,
0: no, you you got it right. And both times Watertown won at a six to five score. And the one time we beat them was five to two at the home opener.
2: It takes a little bit of organization in this league.
3: Mm.
2: It always has I mean Rob Miller who coached the aviators He was a really good coach This guy knew hockey And he still does But It's always been that way I mean Billy knows his hockey he, He's You know he's thinking about things He's watching tape You have a guy like Voidy Who is just obsessed with goaltending You know giving these guys angles to consider And whatnot, not um, Based on his inference into the game I think the level of coaching is way up guys are seeing this as an opportunity not only to coach you know in the minor leagues um at higher levels but also you know overseas na- I mean national team jobs I say that all the time and we have a guest coming on Kyle Gonzalez today and I I've, I've busted his chops about it but I only you know I'm not really kidding it's like he's somebody that I'd love to get involved um I've tried trying to make the connection for would get him involved with the Mexican national team competing at that IIHF level. Uh it would be great to see guys from this league make that make that jump because I think that's what it's all about at this level, the the kind of the glory and the you know the com- the competition basically against yourself. So um again, it's a competitive league now. Um Watertown has access to good players and I think in Elmira, listen, Tyra Gurrich who played here um with the Titans, I believe, you know, that guy has been in the league a long time. And he knows hockey He was part of a good Binghamton team for the last couple of years. He got Cameron Yarwood and I think a few other guys to go over with him yep. to Elmira. It's a competitive team now. And, that, and that's one of the great things that you see in this league. It's really great. It's the true old school kind of small minor league um, thing is that, you know, the these players go right into coaching and running the teams, you know, and, and in the case of Joe, Joe Pace, I guess, and uh, Billy McCreary, you know, uh, have ownership, a uh, little bit of ownership stake involved in things and um, coaching, playing. So um, to see these guys not, you know, playing back-to-backs and doing all the travel again, it, it, I just don't know if it's really making making sense maybe it makes sense to them and just in a way that we don't we don't quite see doesn't sound like the players are crazy about it across the league but it is what it is right now
0: yeah and you know the, this this weekend obviously i think watertown will be the hump but i think elmira they've gotten a, a little bit of a feel so it might be kind of another repeat last time get another feel maybe going back and forth again um but i i think it should be a good weekend i'm hoping for at least a split i don't know but obviously the sweep is what we all want but you know given the 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 stats that we have available i think a splits would most likely occur
2: i mean you're looking at a um a federal league that's that's um there's a lot of talent now and especially at the beginning of these seasons there's guys that are probably right around now guys that are dropping down guys that are being cold up you know and the Hatricks, you know the, 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 this wasn't the best start to the season but at the same time you know there's a lot of talent around the league and um, you know Motor City comes in they kind of go right into second place because of this switch that was made that boosters in my mind I mean that's great for Columbus, Mississippi and Carolina because um, if Withville, which I th- I I thought they were being called Blue Ridge.
0: Did they are they are? Um, it's I honestly don't know what's going on with that. A lot of people like to go back and forth. Um, the league lists them as the. Withville Blue Ridge Bobcats, which oh, Jesus. I don't even think is like official, like in that sense. It's not even like it's you can call it one or the other, but I'm I'm pretty sure they're just Blue Ridge.
2: So let's just have something to consider, right? Let's just consider we're looking at the league standings right now. We've got the Continental and the Empire division. Look. Maybe, just maybe, somebody in the Continental Division said, Hey, the Delaware Thunder were getting smacked around in the Empire Division for a few seasons. I mean, those games were give me's. Yeah, they no. were give me's. No, they were. And at the at the at the outcome, not to take anything away. I mean, you can't really argue. Not that not that uh, Mississippi was much better last year, but you can't really argue that the. That, that the Empire was stronger than the Continental, as long as you had a team that couldn't get 10 wins after like three or four seasons in the league. And that was a third season, because I think they played 1920, they set out the next year, they yeah. played the last. So that was a third season. Uh, so at the end of the day, I wonder if that had something to do with this. And hey, the, the geography isn't quite there, and at the same time, Baton Rouge or Withville, one of them is not going to be good. I just looking at the standings today, looking at the veteran teams in Columbus, Carolina, Port Huron, Mississippi. Above them, one of them too just isn't going to be that good in that division. And who knows, man? This this might seem like a little um, retribution uh, for the Continental Division in getting the you know the expansion teams are now all in their division, and that, you know that's another thing to consider besides geography. That that now. There's that Delaware, possibly a Delaware-level team, uh, you know, moving into the Continental, and creating the same effect.
0: Yeah, and honestly, I'm pretty pumped for this weekend. It's it's going to be a good one. I'm excited to watch more. I've been a little busy. I know we we got some games those nights for the null, but I'm sure we can kind of stream it on my laptop during. Uh, the game. because we'll, we'll we'll have eyes on it. We'll kind of be doing like dual screens, looking back and forth every <laughs> once in a while. But um, yeah, th- this is a great episode that we got for you guys. Um, I'm pretty pumped for it. I'm sure Matt is as well. So um, great to get these guys on. Yeah. So stay tuned. Grab a a nice warm food or drink or cold drink. Warm or drink. Or, huh? Yeah. I don't mm, know. A warm it, drink guy. Huh? I was gonna say it's the it's the season. You know. Mm. Getting colder out, so A warm, A warm. Budweiser oh god, no, no, oh no. All righty, let's go into this episode. Take care.
3: This is Daniel Amesbury, your Ice Wars champion and Danbury Hatrick's tough guy. You're listening to Hatrick City Radio on ninety one point seven WXCI Danbury.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Hatrick City. This week, we are welcoming back two very special guests into the studio. Well. Maybe maybe one special guest, I'd say. <laughs> we got Kyle Gonzalez and soon to be dad Johnny Ruiz. Soon to be dad, hey, boys. Boy. How we doing?
1: Doing good. Doing good.
0: Yeah, doing just... great.
2: Johnny hasn't been here in a while.
0: I know it's it's been like what a year and change probably. That, probably that was a good episode though. That was a very good episode. Yeah, that was a fun episode. Even though it took Herm coming on for him to come on, but you know, No, still it wasn't, a good episode. It
3: wasn't just Herm. You guys finally asked me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> and Herm are best friends.
2: <laughs> so what's the latest guys like you know what's the you know it's it, usually uh pat and i we sneak down and we see a practice once in a while i've I've only seen like one what, what's the vibe around the locker room in, in this early part of the season uh just from your guys perspective
3: right now it's good um you know we kind of struggled with the games to start with um just learning aspects right now for us so back on the win column which was good from saturday night and uh Everyone's good. We're upbeat. We're working hard. We're pushing each other. You know,
1: compete levels there. So it's we're in the right direction now. Yeah, yeah. The boys are, uh, the boys are definitely excited, and the boys are definitely uh, you know understanding uh, you know the wins and losses that come throughout the season are part of the process. So, um, you know, we're just kind of taking it day by day.
2: You know, I want to ask you guys something. Now that you've been in the Fed for a while, um, you know, John, you, Johnny, you, you both have. Well, except Kyle, you didn't play that one season when Dave was the coach. You weren't here, right? right. But yeah. you guys have been pretty much on every season. Why, why do you think it is that, like, at the first couple of months of the season, I guess, just because the way it works out, why, why are there those growing pains?
3: Well, you got a lot of new new faces that come in. You know, um, they're coming from usually college hockey or juniors, so they're not used to the the pro level yet. The um, ins and outs on how it all works and the process. So. You know it takes them to get their feet wet and start noticing and realizing
1: how it all works and you know pretty much go from there yeah yeah i know just like the uh the adjusting part of it as well just kind of like what johnny said it's like it's a different game you know whether if it's uh you know whatever aspect you want to look at it, it's a different game than college it's a different game than juniors um and you know it, it takes a little time to get used to and and you know like i said it's just kind of part of the process
2: talking yeah. about the new phases for a minute just you know, like, who who do you guys feel has been like the best addition so far? Just in terms of kind of both on and off the ice. Just like who who who's really fitting well to what you guys are trying to do.
1: There's uh, there's definitely a handful of guys. You know, it's uh, definitely hard to put your finger on one. You know, coach and uh, you know everyone does a great job of finding good players on the ice and finding good character guys off the ice. So it's uh, it's uh, hard to put your finger on one. You know, but a, or a few. But if you had to, you know. Um, you know uh, a rookie you know stojic still around you know he he's uh you know kind of showing uh you know signs of kind of becoming a really good hockey player um you know mccollum mc you know he uh, you know he's a great kid you know he's always a kid yelling in the net you know if you, he stops you or something he's he's always got character to him and you know um you know got anyone else no those are the two that really stick out to me they're just great locker room guys
3: um, yeah fun to be around off the ice for sure yeah and then they push you on the ice. You know, being younger and rookies, so to say, they, uh, they're they carrying themselves well right now. Um, so it's uh, it's fun to see. And, you know, some other guys are starting to come out of their shell. Like Zinchenko, you know, had a great uh, game the other day, and I heard him speak for the first time in practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> got holy a crap. voice. He has a voice, yep. and he's actually really, really funny once you get talking to him one-on-one. So.
2: Speaking up, yeah, it's yeah. fun to get there. You know, um, we talked a little about this when we had xavier on and obviously you guys you guys are a core part of the team but we were just wondering like you know that the championship comes around and there are so many leagues and so many teams around the world probably always looking for leadership and always more interested in imports that have just won the championship or uh, higher leagues looking for guys that just did you guys get any you know, it's not like anything specific we're looking for. But did offers come your guys' way after the championship or anything?
3: Not really. I mean, really? we're kind of old dogs now. So <laughs> we've been around the block. We've, you know, played at different levels. So, I don't know. I think, you know, we're pretty much Danbury hockey players now. And, you know, yeah. it's not really changing it for me. I want to finish my career here. You know? Yeah,
1: definitely. You know, uh, yeah, like Johnny said, you know, we're kind of just, you know, where we're at in our career. We we definitely it's, – it's a little bit uh, less of a stressful – my first less – you know summer that wasn't full of stress just cuz you know i kind of knew where i was going to get a chance to play again and this and that um you know there were talks or i was uh, i did still have an agent over the summer there were talks of i could possibly get camp somewhere but i like johnny said immediately you know just kind of told them i'm happy with where i'm at you know happy in danbury and happy with my role and you know, called it home and this is home so yeah nothing came of it
0: yeah you know i mean Kind of, what did you guys kind of do over the summer? I know it, it's been a busy one for, especially Johnny. Um, I don't know if you want to start that one off. Well,
3: no, yeah, uh, <laughs> made a baby. He I got, got, I he got, got busy, busy for real, your, yeah. Your <laughs> right <got> right <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that was the Commissioner Cup baby for sure. <laughs> oh, celebrating. Yeah. I didn't score at all during the finals, but I snuck one past the goalie. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's no, funny. they did it in lot. overtime. <laughs> yeah, it was it was definitely overtime, that's for sure. But um, no, we just enjoyed the the championship for the first part, um, left right away to play ball hockey at a ball hockey tournament in Pittsburgh. So Gordy and I and Nosy, actually, we went out there, wow. played in that, had some fun, came back here, hung out with the boys a little bit more, and then, you know, decided to go home and traveled to uh, Czech Republic. I coached the U20 USA ball hockey team. So oh, yeah, did that. Uh, that was a fun experience. It was my first uh, experience coaching at that level. So that was kind of cool. And then the rest of the summer, just ball hockey and A couple family vacations a couple weddings on the way and now we're back here getting ready back for the grind right
1: (laughs) yeah for me it was a little bit different i didn't get to go overseas or anything (laughs) like that i (laughs) stayed in uh, danbury this summer um my fiance and i you know we ended up making a huge move uh towards the end of the summer in september we ended up like signing a real lease and for an apartment for 16 months so we're like residents like we have a mailing address and everything here <laughs> um you know other than that there's a few guys that stuck around koozie and X. we we kind of made sure to just kind of find some ice when we could um yeah. you know and, and kind of worked out when we could as much as we could and and uh, it was cool to have a little group like that it was the first time i'd ever you know had um like a group of guys that you know i can meet up with over summer and and skate and work out with you know versus at home it's maybe you know just one guy but here i had like a little group which was
0: cool so it was a good summer overall for sure yeah and you know speaking of that group um i know x was talking about at the breakfast club i mean (laughs) how how did that come up to be yeah no it
1: was uh like i said uh, we just had good opportunity here the rink the rink was nice enough to let us use the ice um early uh every day of the week but super early in the morning and uh it just kind of got called the breakfast club because we'd kind of get there early in the morning do our thing work out and then get some food after so it just kind of became a little club we just kind of held ourselves to every day so it was cool yeah, it was a good time
2: something that i've been curious to ask you guys is uh, and we asked uh, x about it it's like how, do you, how you guys feeling about the schedule now you know this travel I and mean, you're not playing the back-to-back you guys did and it seems like there's a game well there's a bus ride game bus ride game a little more often how, how's that impacting you guys
3: i hate it <laughs> <laughs> you know it's just my thing just make it two home games against and then go away for two but uh it takes a lot on your body yeah and, uh, the mental part of it's kind of tough too like whether you're you know we've been walking away with some losses on the road so that was kind of tough you know that whole bus ride you're rewatching the game you're overthinking things and trying to not like panic but you're just trying to figure out what are we doing that we need to get back on the right page so for me it's been kind of like a mental grind and but our bodies are getting older so it's uh it's been a little tough on the body too but um you know it is what it is everyone a lot of teams have that too so it's not just us
1: yeah it's a good yeah yeah it's definitely tough but it's also it's a good experience it's it's part of playing, you know, traveling from town to town and, and you know, having to, um, having to, you know, play one team and then, you know, gear up or pack up and then play another team the next night. It's, uh, it's a cool experience, but a little tough for sure.
2: And just to be, just to be clear, I guess, for the, the fans here, are you guys going up the night before still? to get that early morning skate in or is it, it really just
1: game day it kind of depends like when we go to watertown we leave the night before but oh, when, when we left for elmira on saturday we left at 12 for a six o'clock game so it just kind of really depends i think coach has a method to his madness so we just kind of show up when we're told to and load up and go where we're told to go and just make the most of it for sure the
3: extra night's definitely
1: huge for us um, oh
3: hey, uh, just to get the bus legs out, you know, and then you wake up, you get your breakfast in together, and yeah. then we hit the ice and get a nice little skate, and it's yeah. so much better. And it's more, you know, I feel like yeah. it's more beneficial
1: for your body. Yeah. Spent some time with the boys too on the road and stuff. It's cool. We
3: we have
2: been pretty deep with you guys. What about the time, fellas, that we came back and the bus was the the bus across the highway was on fire or whatever it was. An eighteen wheeler was on fire. You remember that? Where where were we coming home from? Binghamton. It was a
3: Binghamton game. Oh, man. That, was, that, that? wasn't a playoff game, was it? it was no, it was a
1: regular season game. That's crazy.
3: We we were going to Watertown. Uh, you I think were with
2: uh, Megan. Oh I don't God. think you were on the bus.
1: On the radio, you're going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause. Just kidding. laughs> i was on the bus ladies and no, 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 I, I, I don't remember where i was not was. on the bus yeah last year no, yeah last year crazy. megan was making trips up every weekend with for his water yeah. she'd always come up and coach and the boys were nice enough to let me ride home with her so she wasn't solo so you know they're yeah <laughs>
3: no but we uh you always see crazy stuff on the road oh like yeah the other day listen to this one who we, we were going to watertown i think we were just past syracuse i have driving. no idea either. and uh you see the guardrail you see a bunch of people on the side of the road and the car was flipped up smoking in the trees guardrail was was bent and then there was someone giving cpr to another yeah. person wow. yeah definitely second. see someone
1: like pumping like down oh, in, oh and it's it just, was just like,
3: kind of put your stomach in knots oh, believe me yeah. crazy yeah. man and some of the stuff you see when you're traveling far and whatnot it's crazy
2: it's a crazy image Jim. Yeah. i yeah that's a crazy image that that Eighteen wheeler on fire—that was like something to see because like we were all half asleep. Yeah, and it's just like this glowing thing, you know what I mean, yeah. on the
1: highway. Oh man, yeah. And there's some pretty wicked stuff that happens on the road sometimes, whether if it's seeing stuff or these go, stories going are too fast, fa- going too fast, or, or a bus breaking or, down, like or, <laughs> or going too fast. Were you hurt? Pop pops up. Were basically.
2: you hurt? when um, and like were you hurt and not with us when <laughs> Pete had to keep the bus running all night? <laughs>
3: I'm I'm hurt all the time, so who knows? <laughs> where, where, <laughs> Wasn't that Elmira? We were coming to that. Was water
2: where's town, the place? Though? Where's the place with the B Dubs? A uh, water town. Yeah, yeah, I've seeing
0: yeah, yeah, seen your yeah. stories about
2: it. And I was just like, this is crazy.
1: Was that because the the he had like driven with like the emergency brakes on, so the bus started smoking, and then we had <laughs> no, to pull over to and like let time. the brakes cool off yeah. and everything? <laughs> yeah, amy wakes up and then he's like, boys, do you guys <laughs> smell that? Smell that? And <laughs> it smelled just like rubber, just burn and burn and. <laughs> PD turns on the lights, you can't even see the front of the bus from the back because it was too smoky, so we had to pull over and
2: when when I first came I did the in twenty fourteen I did the the story for Penthouse about the, the Danbury Whalers. And the Dayton team, they literally came here in the bus from Slapshot. I mean, that thing was just ancient. Like that's it was like is. chrome and red and it had Kentucky plates on it. And it was just that's so awesome. random. That's awesome. Oh, that's great. What when you guys were in the SPHL, like what are the buses real nice
3: or I mean, the one I was in was a sleeper, so like almost everyone had their own bunk and stuff. It was it was pretty cool and i pretty much got in the back of the bus and they were like all right you're sleeping here
1: i'm like all right (laughs) hell," slept the whole way which was great yeah 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 roanoke uh they they had a very interesting setup it's like i don't even know how to explain it but there was basically just kind of like three different levels and each person kind of had a bunk i was on like the bottom the bottom floor that was just below like the second tier but I shit you not. the The top of the bed was just past my nose, so you're sleeping. <laughs> you're sleeping in coffin mode all night. The one in Birmingham was a little bit more comfortable for me. Um, it was kind of like an like just picture like an airplane. You know how like the luggage things pop out there? That that would just come out a little bit further to like 90 degrees, and this would be like a bed. So like there'd be like maybe four rows of like beds on each side, plus like a second row. I mean, yeah, the buses are a little bit nicer. I think the trips and I think the travel is a little bit more intense too. So I mean, you know, in a charter it'd be pretty intense.
2: When you guys were playing in D3 college where there's probably a little bigger budget, not a great budget, but a bigger budget than probably like club hockey or stuff like that. How did you guys travel and did you stay overnight any place or was it just back and forth all the time?
3: So for I played in the it was the ECAC Northeast, my freshman year and we traveled to like SUNY Potsdam and wow. SUNY Canton so that was like the one every year they had at least one trip where they'd go on the road and, and stay but normally all the other schools are within two three hours apart so
2: so who did you guys play like did you play Fitchburg and that whole so Mascak
3: first one I played Mascak when I transferred so okay. I played Fitchburg Salem Westfield Framingham um no, that was and it. Plymouth yeah yeah and Plymouth those were the schools i play in north ecac northeast we were just it was like uh, Nichols suffolk wentworth curry schools like that you were out west right
1: yeah i was in right. wisconsin i was in the ncha so for me we had like adrian we had um you know uh we were we were northland we had um you know gosh who, who else am i missing adrian we had norbert's we had um what was that
2: one school that we talked about that? Remember, I told you and the first time you came on, they had like an Unsolved Mysteries episode there. It's a. Stevens Point? No, no. It's in your conference. Is it a Catholic school? Oh,
1: um, man. Catholic school in my conference. No, it, I don't know.
2: Wisconsin? Like, what? Well, yeah, like athlete, student athletes, something happened, girl disappeared.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, I we, don't We remember talked that about one. it
2: on the first episode uh, when you came one. on <laughs> yeah. about the Unsolved Mysteries episode. But what the, is, is it St is it saint
1: mary's saint thomas okay there's saint mary's in minnesota saint thomas they're d1 they're d1 now they're they're, d1. they were d3 when we were yeah in school so. i don't remember but yeah for me like in college the uh the travel was uh we'd usually play the same team friday saturday so if we were out and about somewhere in wisconsin or whatever we'd have we'd play them friday night stay and then play the same team saturday night um so that was that was nice we had lake forest university in our division St. John's University, St. John's, the Johnnies, they're of, they're of they're, Minas- yeah, they're Minnesota. MIAC. So, yeah. yeah,
2: it was in like an Unsolved wow. Mysteries episode. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. But,
1: so, dude disappeared from. did didn't, well, didn't uh, Stephen's Stevens Point? Isn't that where? Uh, uh, What's that guy who? He was on Netflix. No, which uh, one? There's a lot of guys. There, there. was two parts to this several guy. guys on Netflix. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> There's several guys on Netflix. i'll, I'll, I'll Even some from I'll right here in Google.
2: Danbury. There's a few Danbury guys on Netflix. On Netflix. Uh, I just
1: on the Netflix, the the haunting, uh, the devil in trial. Have you guys seen oh, that? Oh yes, I've, that I've happened seen happened right in like. Yeah, right here in Brookfield. That's right? crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy.
2: Danielle knew um, some of the people involved. It's it's really, um that's really interesting. But. um what was it like it's Just speaking of the travel Like in that conference I mean the winters Must have been brutal You guys ever get stuck On the road and stuff or? Oh yeah
1: <laughs> Oh yeah New actually, England not as
3: bad. Now, I, uh, I, didn't, I didn't have any in college I only got stuck When I came here honestly w- We
2: <laughs> haven't We haven't actually Had terrible winters in, in this area In a long time The metropolitan area I mean oh. Maybe like one bad
1: snowstorm In the last five years Making a murder Have you seen oh, that Yes Making a murder like That the happened. first one right? Yeah that happened In Stevens Point I'm pretty sure or like this guy was well, like accused about- for murder or something but the kid who was like testifying with him or f- against him was like a little off so what he was saying like didn't really have like they weren't saying was like valid or or usable or whatever and it went down this whole rabbit hole it was pretty crazy and That's crazy. C- yeah. Pretty good watch too. Check it out. Yeah, there's a
2: bunch yeah. there's a there's a bunch of Danbury sponsor references me. on that.
1: <laughs>
2: Kyle Gonzalez is courtesy of Netflix Netflix, Netflix, like, sure You use my code sponsor on Sponsor Me. <laughs> yeah. Sign cool Gonzo. Gonzo, yeah. Gonzo. seven. <laughs> <laughs> ten percent off. Yeah, what are you? What are you guys watching right now? Who watches the most NHL out of YouTube? Do you watch a lot, Johnny? I honestly
3: don't. No, I think Gonzo. You probably watch
2: yeah. more than me. You I do like them? I like watching hockey. You like the Ducks? Do you like? Do you go out of your way to watch the Ducks? Or you watch? I the try seven? to
1: when I can, but East Coast. They're usually at ten o'clock, and it's just tough. Yeah, worst yeah, yeah. case, you get a period, but by the end of the yeah. first, your eyes are too heavy. You're just going to bed, falling asleep. So. But, yeah, I love watching, you know, like any any kind of hockey, especially when, like, the Leafs are on or, like, the Oilers or any kind of team that's got an expose, explosive player. You just I like watching, yeah. That's
0: pretty cool. Yeah. You, even through the Oilers' tough times, you
1: still watch them? Through the Oilers' tough yeah. I mean, well, I'm saying, like, right now. I have like, dry sidle on my fantasy team, so, oh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of tough, but I try and keep up. So it you guys
0: are you're doing fantasy?
1: Uh, we are doing fantasy. There are a few of us that started a fantasy league uh, when we first got here. Um, So some guys that are in the league right now are no longer on the team, which is kind of interesting. But, I mean, you know, we still talk through the league, and that's just kind of like goes to show, like, what kind of family hockey creates. Like, even though we only knew each other for, like, two weeks, started a fantasy league, and they're gone, but we
0: still talk as if it's,
1: like, we're kind of still on the same team, you know.
0: I mean, I I did one last year, but... I think like after December, I just completely forgot about it and just.
3: That's what you know. I I always forget to change my lineup every See, day. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he, he got the invite, but he you know he was yeah, saying I, I just come up with the cool names, but yeah. other than that I can't really <laughs> yeah. just just stay with
0: it. Sick name and then yeah. same lineup. <laughs>
2: I, I guess you guys are you guys about the same age?
3: Yeah, I think I'm a little older. I'm right? in March. Did you I'm guys
2: finish age, so. college the same year?
3: Somewhat finished, but yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> yes. well, not fin- well, yeah, not finished. 2019, finished going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We graduated we came in 19. In, we came in here for our rookie year together. The what do you year. guys
2: think of just in your, York? Because you know, I've actually you know watched for watched from so long as a fan, but you guys that have actually participated and and seen now so many probably you guys have probably collectively seen a hundred guys come wear this jersey mm-hmm. in five years, right? What do <clears> you guys who you know compete at such a high level consistently in the league what do you guys think of the competition and the guys coming in the league and the players and the skill like what do you think of it as a whole right now from where you started here in 19
3: i mean i love it i mean it's like a challenge every day um you know when it's on your team you got different guys flowing in and out so that compete level rises you know everyone's jobs on the line so no matter who you are if you're gonzo or ruiz or whoever you know you jobs on the line so you got to go back to work and then the league i feel like from that first year it's getting a lot quicker
1: i think so too yeah i think i think the league um you know even guys that come in they 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 outward and upward they they admit you know it's like the fed is not what people think it is anymore it's like there's there's some good players that are in this league whether if it's just trying to build a resume or whether if they're just kind of you know this is where they want to play i mean like the fed is no longer like a fight You know, grinder. I mean, there are still those guys there, and 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 you know, there are diamonds in the rough like Amzi. But I mean, it's like definitely very skilled. And even from when we came in in 19, I thought I thought that was good hockey then. But I think it's just getting better. I don't know if we're slowing down or what's (laughs) going on. But I
0: think um, I'm definitely. I don't
1: know what's going on out there. But there are some kids in the league. You know that you know you. I wonder how many professional
2: games between these two now. Well, probably oh, a couple hundred, right? Not, a not too crazy. Maybe I, 250? You have no. got to have 100 games, though.
1: I, d- I definitely might have a 100 a games Combined? total. Let's see. who. Y- if you look up Johnny, I'll look up myself.
0: All right, perfect. should be in your favorites. It Pat. should be
1: book. Yeah, it's my bookmark oh, here. Oh, there we go. Yeah, top one. <laughs>
0: exactly. Change that picture. Mine? Is it good? What is it? It's a good one. Okay. I don't even know
3: who did that was, I'm not a premium uh person so premium I don't know. guy? someone probably yeah. added it for you
2: yeah oh, some people oh, that yeah. <laughs> some people who used to play for this team they they always change their
1: photo on there. let's see jeez, that took forever to load. Shout out T-Mobile. <laughs> Sp- sponsor, sponsor me. Yeah, exactly. yeah say sponsor me T-Mobile. Yeah, um, please.
2: Say five percent off your bill. Yeah. <laughs> so in the
0: in the Fed, you have a hundred and seventy-five games played, Johnny. And wow. Then I got just three uh, SP
1: games. <coughs> that was fun. Yeah. And then in the Fed, I have ninety-six games <laughs> played. Oh shit.
2: Is that with playoffs or just? No, it doesn't that's count. That's just. Playoffs, it yeah. doesn't count playoffs.
1: Ninety-six oh, played in the Fed, yeah. and so, seventy-five in the SP
2: you probably have we have way over 100 games yeah technically with the playoffs you know
0: yeah oh wait so hold on but so it'll 96 be your 96 right now with the Fed yeah so you are four so, games away from so 100. literally the next home game will be your hundredth really
2: that's amazing we got to wow. make sure somebody cool. okay. it. We'll, we'll make that's sure thanks that gets, that to hatrick City for well, pointing this I know. out I'm literally, sure there guys. are a couple of people you know yeah. we got we had a lot of ring ceremonies and this this year I hope we have a ceremony for this oh my yeah, god this is gonna 100 be a big games long. is that'd be nothing. great
1: to the guys that are up at the arena, there hundred games is nothing. That's <laughs> just shout out to the the old body for hanging in there. You're it's hard, me man. It's hard.
2: You know, uh, I I have a, I should show my phone will probably die in a second, but I should show you guys that uh, my my cousin is like a sick. Um, I, I showed X. My cousin is like a sick Bruins fan. Look what he did to his basement. He wired his basement so that whenever the Bruins score, this light goes. Forward. Get out of here. Yeah, that's wild. And he doesn't have to do anything. That's it's, wicked. They score the goal and it goes like it's it's wow. It,
1: yeah, it's done. How does it know? I guess there's. <laughs> How does it know? Probably
2: knows from your phone or something okay. like that. He's tapped into his house. But he's got whatever. like the hockey boards. Oh, yeah, that's sick. Yeah, like but he's like one of these guys. You know, I I I was trying to tell him it's 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 not always the um. You no, know, in the Fed, it's not always, like, the tape-to-tape passing and all that that makes the game exciting. It's it's the energy and the passion that you guys play with. And on that intimate level, when there's only, like, 2,000 people in the room, it's really something, uh, like, special to watch. Have you guys, like, do you guys have a like, I don't know how often you get to go to an NHL game, but do you guys, like, kind of have a weird view of how, like, the mainstream sports are kind of a little a little there's there still is that big divide between the players and the fans you know and that's not just in the rink it's it's in the world like but yeah are you are you guys kind of like do you guys ever feel weird in the nhl atmosphere when you're watching like no one's standing no one's cursing no one's standing behind the glass like pretending to pour beer on the other coach you know
3: I mean, there's always fans out there like that, but that's the biggest stage. There's a lot of uh, eyes watching, so maybe it's not a nitty-gritty, you know, tight community like we have here and other (laughs) fed teams, but, like, I mean, I always enjoyed going to a game no matter what. It's hockey, so. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, not that it's bad. Just almost that, like, the the difference in atmosphere, like, I um, haven't been to an NHL game in a while, and I admit, the last one I went to was a preseason game between the Rangers and the Devils. But still, like, to me, there wasn't even a fight. Like, yeah. it's like the preseason, guys used to fight, guys used to try still and make, trying to make the team. Yeah, you yeah. know, and it just kind of seems like a little... It, it almost seems like the NHL has that college hockey atmosphere to a degree where, it's you know, there's no fighting, there's the bubbles on guys, and there's no... I don't know. I I just think that you guys are really a part of something that's so unique. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like especially in the States. Like yeah. I had my buddy from Canada who plays um Beer League with me at at the November fourth game. And he's like, Hey bud, this is like back, like he's from Thunder Bay. He's like, this is like back home, senior hockey. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just like the vibe is like so on, you know. I just wondered if you guys if you go to an NHL game, do you feel like the vibe is off? You're like, uh. yeah,
1: it definitely doesn't feel as like electric or like as personal as you're talking about for sure. Um, I don't know if it's cause the arena's so big or if like there's actually security at the games or whatnot, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you're you're not gonna catch anyone pouring beers over the glasses there. I, I think don't...
2: that's unfortunate.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> it maybe the TV ratings will get up go up. Who knows? But uh, yeah, there's definitely just uh, it's just a different stage. Like Johnny said, it's kind of just the main stage, so everyone. I feel like just behaves. I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe the Canadian environment's are completely different. I've never been to like a yeah, Toronto never, game I've or a Montreal a game, game or anything I, I like really that. i really like to go. Yeah, sure. you would think a Rangers game is pretty riot, like gritty, no. gritty. No, I gotta see it. It's a really game. corporate. A Philly, crowd. Philly game would about probably Philly, be nuts. Man, like
3: Philly has that whole sports complex down there. That's so amazing. It's, it's yeah. So much like there's a big bar, the Xfinity Live. Oh yeah, that, that place uh, was it's probably amazing. sweet. Sponsor me as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go hang ton out. Tons of in sponsors. There, yeah, today. yeah. I've watched a couple games in there. Sometimes it's too cold to go to like an Eagles game, or you know, it's late in October for a Phillies game, and I I'll just go to the bar. And there's a casino now right there, but there's big huge parking lot so oh yeah like for eagles games people get there like nine in the morning we um, we we just drinking the whole time barbecuing and everything it's crazy
2: last fall uh, in 2022 me and we did some beer league stuff there with some guys that i know when right after we went into that xfinity because the eagles were playing let me tell you something man that was that was one of the sickest environments (laughs) i was in for sports where it was like a watch party. It was just like five hundred people showed up to this. Probably more than that. Probably a like thousand people. You can hold a lot of people. Yeah, place, man. So. And it's 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 one of the most unique. I don't know if you guys know what we're talking about this Xfinity Live in the. The,
3: uh, the parking lot of the... Uh, it's where the old Spectrum used to be. Right, yeah, yeah. Huh. In,
2: in the parking lot of the... I guess it's the Wells Fargo Center. And what's the other one? Lincoln during? Financial Field, Lincoln Citizens Bank Park. Yeah, it's just
3: right in the middle. There's five bars connected in this one huge yeah. bar. Wow. And this that is. one huge bar has,
2: like... It all it has different food stations, too. So it's, like... There's, like, a pizza. There's cheese a cheesesteak. You know? There's, like, I think, I think even, like, Chinese food yeah, or something. Yeah, there's a nice in there. restaurant
3: in there, too. But they have all... And all the other bars have... I think it has sports gambling right there, too. Yeah,
2: Yeah, um, Hmm. unbelievable. Yeah, we'd never have anything like that in New York. There's, like, just too much real estate wars over where they're. that, That would be, if you really think about it, that should have been the setup for where the Mets are in Flushing Meadow Park. I mean, like... It's been a land that's been conserved for a long time. They've tried to keep it apart. But now they're going to build a soccer stadium there. That should have been Is the... Is that o-
3: what they're doing? I th- saw that because the parking lots, just, it's just huge parking lots all around. Nothing else going on.
2: Well, no. They dumped all those auto body to put... like You know that auto body area that yeah. they used to have right next to City Field? They dumped... That, that was a 20-year legal battle between, I mean, forget it. Everything came out in that legal war, you know, mm-hmm. minorities versus the city oh. and all this arguing about who was going to use the land. But now that's going to be NYCFC Stadium over there. Just that's go crazy. to show.
3: Where they play right now?
2: They play at Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium
0: uh, and City Field. They switch and off. The, well,
2: okay. And the Red Bulls have their own thing. Yeah, that's over near yeah. Newark. Yeah, right, you take a train somewhere. right there. That's a great place to go. Great.
3: We flew over it a couple of times going to, mm-hmm. go to the games, and it's cool to look down and see all that stuff.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a great venue. They they one thing about that place, they never let them do I don't know if they no, they I think they were talking about letting them do XFL in there and then they're like, No way. I think they did some rugby in there or something <laughs> stupid like that, but they've <laughs> they've never they've never let them do like an outdoor
1: classic on there or anything. That'd be like cool. That. I wish the I wish the Fed did an outdoor classic.
2: We could do it at Westside Stadium here at Western Connecticut was, University. Yeah. We, I've had the plan for a few years. I've got the right. Ra- I don't have it, but I know where it is. Even if it was just like
1: organization <laughs> by organization, if they could figure out a way to have a game outdoors, I think that would be so sick.
2: Well, like, think of that.
1: MetLife,
3: right? They're doing it this year, MetLife, with the Flyers, Devils, yeah, and then two other. I'm going. Are you going?
0: Flyers, on the, on the Devils, Sunday game? Though, Sunday game? Yeah. Is that. it. Rangers Island. Rangers Rangers Island. There's a Devils and Flyers. Devils
1: Flyers. So there's there's multiple Winter Classic games now. No, 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 this is Stadium stadium Series. series. You remember
2: Anaheim did the Stadium
1: Series. Anaheim and the Kings Kings. at Dodger Stadium (laughs) in California. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How's that possible? That was
2: crazy. And then a few years ago, because you know I'm related to Cogliano from from the Ducks. A few years ago, Dallas played. Was that the what's the football stadium in in Dallas? Is that the is it's that a the bunch Cotton Bowl? Man, come on. What's the big one out Rose, there? No, Rose Bowl. Oh, no, no, Rose the Cotton Bowl. Cotton, Cotton, Cotton Bowl. Yeah, that was the Dallas Stars. That was wow. the out- It was who was that they played against? Uh, oh, uh, play Chicago. Them. Probably. I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that like like Winter Chicago Classic playing. this year?
1: I have no idea.
0: What's up? Who's a Winter Classic? Vegas and Seattle. They're going to play at T-Mobile Park in Seattle. Oh, that'll be yeah, that'll be interesting. That'll be an interesting one. Yeah. Probably get demolished. How do you
2: guys? How do you guys feel about that Kraken logo? It just still hasn't grown on me yet.
3: It just every time they add a team like the name, it's just it's not you know. You don't like
1: Golden Knights.
3: I love the Golden Knights. I, I like it, but at first you just hear it and you're like, what? It's a it little Doesn't make any sense. But then like, yet I think when the Whalers moved to Carolina, like it all makes sense. So right. We just didn't witness it like firsthand, really. When we we're older and can
0: realize played that against stuff. the Predators. Predators. But the Dallas game. Dallas. But 20, I mean, how sick would it be? Climbers?
2: how sick would it be and there's again it all comes down to marketing who can sell it but how sick would it be if if we played against binghamton at westcon west side stadium where you could fit about the same number of people as we could at danbury arena outdoors two games friday and saturday oh. And then and then the next weekend we could do we we could we gotta get you know what, we gotta get our friend Gary Ryan who loves uh, Hatrick City to <laughs> yeah. start a to start a little bit of a, a movement up there because then we could play them in Binghamton at the baseball stadium where All the me boys. and you and Billy and Nosy. I don't and know. Is
0: yeah. The feet? yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I think they. I think they fit 3,400 people. A, yeah, well, not not people-wise. I'm saying
0: to fit a
3: rink. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That they was they a small it. field. It's a normal-sized baseball field. They don't change the dimensions. No, right? I know, but I'm just saying. Did you like, guys
2: ever play any formal games with a ref outside, like in your? Yeah, I mean, like street hockey. Yeah, yeah. All the
3: time. We grew up playing. Like <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah floor mean? hockey, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Not floor hockey. Ball hockey, street hockey. Get it right.
1: Come on. Come on. <laughs> I have played an outdoor game. Uh, not not like legit, like with the scoreboard or anything, but it was like – uh they have boards? Yeah. My junior team, we did like a <laughs> scrimmage outdoors, and the coach was a ref. That's the closest I've gotten to an outdoor game Was in Minnesota. Just pond hockey for me, honestly. That's cool.
2: Like it would probably be so much fun for oh. this league if we could do it. Especially yeah, – it's got to yeah. be two games. It's got to be Friday yeah. and Saturday.
1: Like realistically, it would have to be like Bridgeport who would do it, and then we would like schedule a game on their ice at some point.
3: Yeah, they don't have that baseball field no more. They I don't know. I mean, but think Bible. about it. But really, I
2: mean, what if what if we just... Getting
1: ice out with the boards and all that has about, to be so much that's, money that's for Herm. Oh, oh, my God. Hey,
2: well, I wouldn't worry about <laughs> it. You know what I mean? No, but I mean, well, the, the thing is it takes it. The pro- The problem really is is it first conflict of interest right would be that it takes it off the team property right it moves sure. it to a, a kind of a neutral venue yeah. where they'd have to think about concessions and all this other stuff how would they yeah. make money but I mean that that said what if you just put the rink for two or three weeks on the football field of the west side and just rent it out like you normally would yeah you know, rent it out to schools, renting out to Beer leagues. Public
3: skating for the
0: students would be probably cool. Outdoors. I was going to say, any high school. Even if, like, the club team did a game. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah,
2: everybody would – you'd have to get every high school in this area that has a team <laughs> yeah. on. You'd have to get the junior yeah. hat tricks on yeah. there. I mean, everybody would have to play. That's – and uh, that's actually been I, – I don't know if I told you. I think I might have told you this once, guys. That I had a meeting a few years ago with the Rockland County baseball team. They have a pro baseball, a beautiful stadium in the middle of Rockland County. Beautiful thing. Had this meeting maybe three years ago. And they told me that they've had a rink where they've played college games with uh, St. Thomas Aquinas College. And there was, I think, Manhattanville also played a game. Yeah. But they haven't used the rink since 2018. So what? it's just been so just let, sits there. Just sits at the, the Rock. So I mean, how much could they really want for it at this point? Unless they might be a little gonna get rid of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like one of those things. What's where, it called? Uh well, they're the Rockland County Boulders.
1: Rockland it, County Boulders. Yeah, and
2: they have a, be- to see a, picture a of beautiful beautiful stadium. Yeah. Like a cool. uh, like a uh, as nice as even an affiliated team, I, I'll be honest with you. You know, they're not affiliated team, but they have a stadium that's as nice as as a, you know, any of those Cali A ball teams, Visalia or whatever, Rancho Cucamongo, all of them, Chico. Oh,
0: that's a nice park.
2: Yeah, and if you, like it, I don't even think the venue is the. Is the thing That'd be wicked Like it would be great But we could just do it
0: here At Westside And get
2: tons of people
0: I know West Side would be The we, ideal we, location for them. We
2: could bring that rink Here in a U-Haul Easy Really with, with volunteers From the Booster Club Putting it on the truck
0: I just, so,
2: so TK Peach Wave of Bethel Let's get a fun going <laughs> Danbury Outdoor Hockey Fund Let's go
0: I was going to say Billy has experience in that So he'd know how to Coach you guys through it <laughs> Outdoor games Yeah We used to play for Williamsport
2: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, these guys, these guys were in probably junior high school when he played in that game. But yeah, they, yeah, the Williamsport team, the the team that Billy won the championship with, they started in in Jersey, and then the very next season they moved to Williamsport, Pennsylvania, and they played their whole season outside until February when they folded. What? <laughs> yeah, they it was played. The, the Outlaws team when moved yeah. there. Yeah. They they played their whole season on a minor league baseball field with like this.
1: That's no that's way. It. Is it? Yeah. That's crazy.
2: Weird little rank.
1: Do so you guys see that little snippet of, uh, like, that documentary they did on his team? They, oh, on, yeah. put it on. Oh, Jer- my God. Jersey Ice. The Jersey ice, yeah. ice. Oh, yeah. He
0: put everyone onto that. Like, the retelling of that, like, that coming back up to the surface, that was That great. was really amazing. I got oh, a couple
3: right. good screenshots of Coach. Uh, oh, yeah. I like, like to, where he has his
2: tongue out and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I <laughs> definitely seems <laughs> Or like him
3: yeah. in the meadow with his shirt unbuttoned. button. I, yeah. I've screenshotted oh, that and that made that it was, my story. Oh, yeah. Like, because...
2: I think that was from his Playgirl shoot. Yeah. <laughs> that was really... Seemed like good time. That was, <laughs> that, that, was really a, uh, that was really a funny time in the Fed. The big guy in the video with his shirt off is literally one of the craziest guys I ever met. Neil, Steel Neil Pasilico. And he played in the Q and the OHL. And he played in the ECHL and the UHL back in the day. And... Uh, so around 2011 or whatever that was, I tried to make a documentary about Neil, and we shot all this stuff, and we hung out. He's a great guy, you know, but he just had these demons and different things. So like we had this, <laughs> we had this scheduled shoot in New Jersey at, um, in North Jersey. It's a small training rink in. Uh,
3: where the not where the Hitmen play? Where they played
2: Elmwood? No, no, no. Uh, is it Elmwood? Park, New Jersey What the fuck is the name Skating Edge Ice Academy Okay It's like literally A mini rink In every way There's like Sounds a- made up Yeah I no. think you just made no, it. No, look <laughs> it up Skating, I'm just skating Edge, cutting, skating edge. cutting Edge just kidding, buddy. <laughs> Cutting Edge Skating Academy Something like that
3: Cutting Edge That's a
0: movie About figure skaters Right park. yeah yeah <laughs>
2: D.B. Sweeney Was in the in the one Yeah uh, So
0: what, what's the name Of this place you made up
2: Cutting Edge Skating Academy
0: Skating Edge On their cuts Something exactly,
2: like that Exactly yeah. That I not even remember. Biz. <laughs> uh, but anyway. I already
0: forgot. Cutting Edge Skating Academy? Cross, cross edge, Grind something yes, Cross another. Cutter. <laughs> God. Anyway. <laughs> Slice deli meat at Jersey Mike's. <laughs> so <laughs> we get all this stuff
2: together. I get like. Oh my
0: God. That's like the. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? That's it. Cutting Edge Ice Academy? Right. What? And
2: we were going to shoot all these like dramatic scenes. Like. Him in the penalty box. Like, I had these two guys that were going to play refs, like, grabbing him and all this crazy shit. I had all the wardrobe. Wow. I had I had a bunch of guys that were going to be extras in this. Like, so, so, like it's like the Friday night before we're going to shoot on a Sunday, right? And I just can't get a hold of the guy. <laughs> and he sends me a text message. And he's like, "Hey, check your voicemail." So, like, I didn't notice that he sent me a voicemail because I kept calling him because he said he left me a voice. He said, "It's like, hey, pal, listen, uh, can we postpone everything?" I he says, "I went out to Texas to see my ex-wife." Oh my God. You know, like the guy <laughs> just ran. The, like he knew he had to like be like at the at the shoot on Sunday, and he just gave up on me. But that <laughs> steel Neal, he was a re- like a lot of people heard of him too. He was like a Long Island legend, and, and that guy. He actually played in the preseason after the lockout with the Rangers and he got wow. in five fights in two
1: games. No way. Wow. Yeah,
2: he was just an absolute animal. And he and and um story goes, I mean Neil Neil knows he's my buddy, so Neil accidentally punched the owner Of the jersey team in the face <laughs> In the bar And Billy had to cut this this maniac From the
1: team no yeah, way. yeah.
2: Billy had to tell him that he had to pack his shit No way That's <laughs> crazy you know, The guy was yeah, like an crazy. absolute nut job <laughs> Billy's gotta tell him like, I think the guy ripped the hinges off the door On his way out or something <laughs> like that
0: That jersey crazy. ice thing I wonder like, who has the footage Because there's obviously footage if they put something together Well
2: my, my <coughs> thinking I is I want to see the whole thing There is, there is, there was was probably, there was like some episode shot and stuff. What I think happened, if I had to take a guess, and I'm not going to say any names, but whoever hired those people to do what they were doing, that jersey I shot, I, listen, I may be dead wrong. I have a feeling that they never got paid in full, at least, you know what I mean? Mm. Because that stuff disappeared from the, like it was out. Interesting. And then all of it was gone. And then there was just like one or two things up. Interesting. Do we
0: know who the like production people were? It's probably
2: on there. It it might be connected to that page somehow.
0: It was. Listen for what. I'd love to get the footage for what it was. Just to see what what else was out there. Yeah. The
2: only problem was the team was new, so they had no history, no fans, and they actually had no seating in that rink. They had like
0: yeah, it's a small small rink. It's
2: it's literally like five hundred seats, maybe. That's literally why the if that.
0: that's why that entire trailer was like in Danbury yeah, Arena. Yeah, all the footage yeah. from the, the trailer the footage was in against, Danbury. It was against the Whalers in our arena. The yeah.
3: practices were at home, and then everything else went on the, the road. That it was cool that, that that documentary was cool though because like obviously you see your coach our coach now who oh yeah. yeah you know was a captain one of the captains on the team and then you see Jimmy Jensen too who yeah. comes yeah. here and plays so, and I was, I love that guy yeah, man. I wanted to bring he, he him got here too. and he was he was unbelievable when he was here so it was cool to see him back in the day playing he got hurt he early alongside. in that
2: season I think and he yeah. came back for the playoffs broke his, broke his
3: ankle or something oh, that really? was, yeah.
2: I, I think I tell you guys all the time but I'll tell you again that was really a special time in this league dude I, oh, I, I listen dude I was a sick NHL fan growing up I wasn't as good a skater as you guys and stuff like that but I loved hockey I watched as much as I could and man like I remember Pierre Dejeuner when he played for the Canadians when he played for the New Jersey Devils or, and I think he played for Florida for a little while I mean like yeah he wasn't like the first line guy but when he was playing in the Fed I've told you this guy's a hundred times my, my clearest image of him is him standing in front of the net three guys on and one guy just chopping at his pants and he's one handing the puck into the net with these three guys, <laughs> wow. one hand on the Wild. stick, backhanding it into the net. Like, just, you guys fucking nuts. Like, you guys nuts, you're going to play, you know. That's crazy. Really couldn't play with him. So maybe we should talk about the games this weekend.
3: Okay. Yeah, we can do that. Okay.
2: <laughs> when are you guys heading out? I guess it, today's Tuesday, probably heading out.
1: We're going to Thursday, Watertown on Friday? Yeah, Watertown Friday. Then probably Thursday. Saturday.
3: Thursday, we normally get on the road. We'll skate, have a good skate in, practice, do some system stuff, special teams and whatnot, but then we'll, uh, the road around noon or 1 stop uh, halfway through get a meal in and then get ready for the game friday
1: yeah
0: but real quick i want to flash back to last weekend got mr game winner over here Ooh. How, how did that come oh,
1: that to be nice one. One. yeah uh, i watched blind, it last night squirrel gets a nine, huh? yeah yeah <laughs> that's, that's kind of what i've been telling everyone who brings it up every once in a while i find one but uh Great play by Z to kind of hit a stretch man. The stretch man just kind of bumped it to Tricky, who was coming through with speed. And, um, you know, I don't know if it's, you know, me jumping the gun or or kind of being out of position, but it ended up working out to where I was kind of joining the rush on a two on one. And I got behind the D man. Tricky made a nice pass to me and um, kind of caught the goalie going lateral and was able to sneak one by. And we were able to come out with a win at the end there. It was a shootout. Six. Like it wasn't in a shootout, but like the game yeah. itself was a shootout. We was like back and forth, three <laughs> three, forth, four yeah. three, four four, five four, five five. It was crazy. But the boys figured it out.
2: I gotta be honest, it looked like they had a little more you know, like it looked like a little more organization around the rink, and it looked like they had a few more fans there than they know, than they did the last couple times. Yeah, the more. River Sharks. Yeah. yeah, they
1: were definitely a little bit more organized on the ice, and you know, uh, as an organization, there's more fans there. I don't know if because you know they've put a few wins together. Wins always bring people out of you know the crevices and nooks of whatever town you're playing in. But <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if you know they've done different media stuff or whatever. But there's definitely more people there this past Saturday than. Usual, yeah. I mean, they brought some people
3: back from the old Enforcers team, like the broadcaster, coaches, right? Coach, yeah. Jurich is one of, of the coach, and Patterson he played there. Yeah, he pa- was their Patterson captain. was the captain there. My the year we were actually mm-hmm. there. Um, I think that was his last year playing. Now he coaches their junior team, but he's been helping out with the pro team too, which is awesome to see. And mm-hmm. has to be growing and getting a little better. I'm excited to play there again. I mean, S- yeah.
2: something that we we said when we spoke with X was that um, and you we all have that perspective because we've been in the back of the house there, like half of the building so far since the, you know, like last year with the mammoth, and now that I don't know this year, but half of that building was kind of like not in use, like some of the snack bars and the hallways outside yeah. of our locker room, so. Just looking at the place, if they could really get it going
3: again,
0: oh yeah, it's, no, all, it's a, it's a that's beautiful a sick little spot. For it's, this
2: league, it's great. It's perfect. Oh yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, single bowl.
3: Yeah, no. single bowl. They got the practice sheet on the backside. That's where like that snack bar isn't really open ever. I mean, yeah, when no, i played there. It wasn't it. wasn't open. Uh, I wonder our if first it would, year it wasn't even open. You no, know I mean? huh? unless they had like youth games going on or like practices, but other than that, it's just the main concourse. Because we open. did
2: see some like, but uh, Robbie Nichols, who owned the Elmira Enforcers, you know, he's put some before and after of opening night. And look like you know, if you had that many people, I thought that maybe that we're talking about a snack bar right now. But yeah, I mean, there's parts <laughs> of the parts of the building that were probably you know, if you could ever get the attendance double or triple what it is now, yeah, I mean, there, there's things you can do to, to make it a nicer place. Hundred so percent. That's a market. I said, like I said, we talk a lot about on the show. I don't know how often you guys listen, but we talk about how important it is that our opponents are healthy teams too. Yeah, like you know, like they're not. These Delaware situations where we're smacking them and they play in a rec rink. I mean, like it's important for an Elmira team to be competitive for our success yeah. too. As you know, we you know I, I tell people, that's what kills minor league sports when other teams cut corners. You know, yeah. and and it, the game doesn't look fun anymore. Yeah, but, um, it seems like a way more competitive season.
1: Definitely. Yeah. So yeah.
3: far, I'm I'm excited to play some of the uh, other conference. I mean, I know we don't really play them too much. It's mainly our conference, but. You know, especially the newer teams, Baton Rouge or Wyattville, Like, I'm excited to see. Uh, like, we I think we go down to Virginia for mm-hmm. a weekend, so I'm excited to see. You know, their atmosphere and what they have, and that kind of city and fan base. Because obviously, I love playing in front of Binghamton crowd. I mean, they hate us and. Same with Carolina oh, for that yeah, matter. Yes, you know, yes, yeah. And, yeah. And, and I always I just bring it up, but it's always funny. Like I didn't notice it last year, but since I play ball hockey and you know, all, people know about it. And I guess people behind our bench all made T-shirts that says Ruiz plays with balls. Yeah, Ruiz plays with so, his so, balls. Someone like pointed that out, and I thought it was hilarious. So that I'm was like, great. If you have a fun fan base like that, because obviously, like obviously you're always gonna have haters, you're gonna have stuff like that, people talking shit. But as like, they should, they're yeah, the other yeah. team. I mean, exactly mean it's, it's, means you're doing something right too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it's it's always cool to see that. And like, man, I love being booed when I go to other places. Or like yeah. like you said, beer getting poured on you. As a time you don't like it, but then you think back on it, it's like pretty funny.
1: I'll be
2: honest, I I really can't say that we had the best experiences with the
1: Binghamton fans,
2: but most of the Carolina fans
1: are southern, southern nice.
2: nice, like the people who came yeah. up into the garage, these were nice people. These weren't yeah. trouble starting people, you know what I mean? We, we we did have trouble in Binghamton one night, you know, but but yes, yeah, <laughs> As far as uh, you know as far as as far as the Carolina fans, they've been great guy. But before we let you guys go, I just want to ask you one thing if, if anything was clarified about the because um, I'm sure people are curious and nobody's really said anything. How's this conference switch gonna work between how does this actually work? They just kind of play the same schedule and be in a different division?
1: Yeah, so the schedule stays the same from what we understand. The yeah. schedule stays the same. The way this get the the standings lie are just different now. Different now. So that Motor City's in our, our right. conference now. Right. And,
3: which I, I understand it, it is what it is. But, you know, you, you can't control that stuff. So yeah. our focus isn't even worrying about any of that. No,
2: no. I, I just wanted to clarify for the fans and the listeners, like, yeah. how yeah. this is.
3: And yeah. you guys even knew how well, this next year it's even changing again, right? You're getting uh, Columbus in our, our division, I believe, or something really? like that. Really? What I was, I, that's what I, had I no idea. So who knows? Um, how could that be? Yeah. It's definitely weird because of the, you know, the layout of the, you know, where the teams are and whatnot. (laughs) The
1: layout of the United States. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: How the states are,
2: (laughs) It's going to (laughs) be really interesting. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens. You know, like so many, I just feel like these down south teams have kind of shined a light on what could be for a lot of empty rinks. And probably Binghamton, too.
1: Yeah. Did you hear, uh, I forgot what two teams it was, but they're supposed to be like some sort of scrimmage game in Texas or something?
0: I think I, I did mention this. I know Soskin went on a podcast yeah. and he mentioned something about a team in Texas. Yeah, so they're probably going to do some sort of exhibition. In so Texas. it was like I Caroline, they was did it. the past couple of years. Yeah, you guys like when they did with Mississippi and, Mississippi and, Mississippi and Baton Rouge. Rouge like yeah. it's probably going to be the same thing. Didn't you guys
2: but, play in one in Georgia in twenty nineteen? Oh, these guys played. No, in, uh, we played in uh, Bloomington, M- Minnesota. Bloomington. Uh, Bloomington.
3: Uh, Illinois, is it? I don't know. It's Illinois. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Illinois. okay. We passed Danville. I know okay. that. So we went, you know, we played Carolina for two or three. I think we swept them. Like, it was awesome. But I think that was my first weekend back. <laughs> Suck it. Yeah. There's, there's
2: some. <laughs> no, but there's, there's probably a lot of empty rinks in, in Texas that would theoretically work in this league if they had other people. Like, if you're going to open up in Louisiana, you could theoretically start to open up in Texas,
3: right? Sure. You you should be able to. I mean, there's probably definitely a lot. Like, Even in Philly, there's that class of 23 ring. It's beautiful. That would be good. They did renovations, but it's it's so hard to have a team in with such a you know popular sports marketing. We've argued that. about this yeah.
2: before, and you're a South Jersey guy, so you still say no to Atlantic City, huh?
3: I would say no. Honestly, wow. it didn't work out. I mean, I think they Boardwalk Bullies won a championship in the two yeah, to three I think years they, they were there, but it's like same with Trenton. Trenton has a beautiful rink there. Just not the market really for if you
2: it. had to pick like if you had to definitely do it, but you gotta pick one of those two, Trenton or Atlantic City. Trent
3: Atlantic City. It's like thirty minutes from my house. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And it's like Mississippi where there's casinos everywhere, like right on the right on the water. That's so. why I thought it would
2: be yeah. a similar type of thing. There's probably a bunch of cheap housing around. Bet you know on what the I mean? Games. Bet on the Bet ga- on yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, that'd you know. be the
1: only other team you play for, hey? Imagine Problem. how messy Honestly,
3: they would for sure would be the only team I would play for.
2: Imagine how messy. Some type of like Federal League All-Star game In Atlantic City would be <laughs> That would be wild Like the fans And the
3: oh, like,
1: like, The hotel be wild.
3: Yeah the hotels would be, <laughs> be oh a Absolutely
2: I, not even, I went down there For a beer league t- tournament With four teams And it was an absolute the, the skate zone Yeah
3: Right next to that old baseball When are you gonna buy that bro I would love to If I had the money man Somebody had Like that that, that's another thing. It that just I got s- bought out by someone again. I think Black Bear or something like that. Oh, it's, did they? Yeah, come the maybe? Canadian yeah. Uh, company. Because they bought out all the skate zones in South Jersey other than Voorhees.
2: The crazy thing about that Atlantic City property is, again, you know, listen, Atlantic City's not crystal clear perfect, but there's so much property right by yes. that rink that you could
3: literally. There was an old airport. Now I think the state police do like training down, down there, like right behind the rink.
2: The problem is that there's no. There's like no old hangar or old structure right there You Mm could just put a rink into right now But I mean theoretically If you bought all that land You could probably build build, an FHL rink right there And practice in the other thing That was a Someday maybe we'll see it That would be Herm's retirement um, job
3: No he's not allowed in South Jersey (laughs) He's done (laughs) (laughs) Only North Jersey
0: (laughs) That's funny Boys I mean it's been fun Obviously love having you guys on um, we're excited for next weekend. It, I know it might be a rough one, but we'll be cheering for you guys at home. Sounds good.
2: Anything Sounds good. you want to say to the fans before you go?
0: No, nothing really. Just stick with the process, and we're gonna
3: we're gonna find ways to string some wins here and uh, make another run at this.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, we appreciate you guys, even though uh, you know we may not be your favorites when we're not winning. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, we promise we're working hard, and uh, you know it'll all come through for sure. Love it, boys. Thanks Thanks for coming in, guys. Thanks, guys.
3: Thank you, guys. This was a great one.